Hello, coming to you live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Welcome to Her Next Chapter, the podcast dedicated to sharing stories from amazing women who have reinvented their careers or lives. Could be total changes, could be side hustles. I'm Stephanie Pierce, mother of three, wife of one, former corporate exec, and now I am the founder and CEO of StephPierce.com. And I am Julie Burton, founder of Modern Well, a female-centered co-working space in Minneapolis. And I'm the author of The Self-Care Solution, A Modern Mother's Must-Have Guide to Health and Well-Being. And I'm a mother and a wife. In each episode, Julie and I will bring you these awesome stories about the power, pain, and laughs that come from change. Are you ready for your next chapter? Hello, Stephanie. Jewels. Hey, girl. Hey. How are you? How's it going? I'm always better when I get to talk to you. Always. You're so sweet. I wanted to be there with you. I wanted to be there with you. I say this every episode. And then here I am sitting at this house wondering how did the day go wrong so quickly? All the time. And Sometimes you get I, over. I just decided. Sometimes. No, me. No. Somebody else. No. It's those it's kids, that husband. Fault. I mean, come on. <laughs> Always in the way. But today. Oh, we have a day. We, we have, have not a one, day. Not two. We have three guests. <laughs> oh my God. There are five people, my friends, that are going to be talking. And I am pretty sure that all five of us are talkers. So this yes. is going to be a party. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. welcome for next chapter. You're listeners. welcome. You, we you're, if you're driving, welcome. yeah, you might want to pull over. <laughs> yes, yes. You, you just might want to pull over because there's just going to be a lot going on, okay? And like yes. paying attention to the road and all the stuff that's going to about to happen, it just might be too much. So I don't know. You know, you can right, decide. Jules. Drive safely. Yes. Okay, today we are just overjoyed to introduce our Pop Culture Preservation Society people. Now, these three women, Kristen Nielsen, Carolyn Cochran, and Michelle Newman, are very, very special to me. They are in our Nina Badson and in my Twin Cities writing studio, now Modern Well Writing Studio. Um, we we know each other very well through our writing. And what has been so fun for me, so many things have been fun about these women, but um, to see them come together in this way creatively it it really truly was nothing short of magical like like it just it gives me almost like that just like crying like elation crying feeling to see what they these three women are extraordinarily creative um and they'll talk more about that and together i, I just watch out <laughs> And so, so Jules, is the elation cry, is that the ugly cry? Are it they equivalent? Could be, it, it, you know, on, on a day, it, it could get okay. ugly just okay. because it's so deep and it's so, it's so real and it's so raw and it's so proud and, and they've, are you going to try to make me cry? Um, <laughs> and, and they just, they've just been, they've been on the journey with, with me and, and in my own creative journey and have, have cheered 
have cheered for me and cheered for my book and cheered for Modern Well. And like, and then it's just so fun to like turn it back and be like, you guys go. And and so there's just all all the feelings, all all the good, oh, all the good. I love it. Yes. So here we are. Pop Culture Preservation Society, everybody right now, just subscribe unless you're unless you're driving. So Pop Culture Preservation Society is a podcast dedicated to preserving and elevating the unsung pop culture nuggets of the classic Gen X childhood. Were you there when Marsha broke her nose? Mm-hmm. I was. Tiger Beat delivered the news. Yep. Travolta was stuck in that plastic bubble. Mm-hmm. This is your podcast. So these three women, they they put this thing together and it it is it is so much fun. And you will hear that they have had the chance to interview, you know, just incredible um people uh through this journey and um I just couldn't be more honored and thrilled to welcome Carolyn and Kristen and Michelle welcome to her next chapter thank you thank you we're so excited to be here it's so fun and Julie you're like our mom I mean you're the (laughs) We, you know, like the incubator that we kind of grew in and we cannot (laughs) thank you enough for um, just providing the space for us and the encouragement and just the motivation that we wouldn't be here without you. That's really the Pop Culture Preservation Society would not be a thing without you because the three of us would have never met without you. Quite literally. Jules, Mm -hmm. you're always just... You're the dream maker. She is a dream. dream. She's the community building dream maker. Okay, pop culture friends. Thank you. You know, I'm a big fan of Gen X and I read my Tiger Beat and my Bot magazine constantly looking for John Taylor from Duran Duran because he was in fact one of my favorites. (laughs) Um, So help us, help me help because Julie probably knows the story. I want to know how you got here. But first, talk to us about what reinvention means to you. Sure. I'm going to take that at first and tell you, I I really thought about this um, a lot. And I almost like to think of this journey for me as an evolution. It has become kind of a way that all of these things in my life have come together and found their niche. It's like a jigsaw puzzle that kindly kind of found where it fit. And it has been so exciting to take these different elements from my life and put them together and create what I have created with these two wonderful women. So this couldn't have happened in my thirties, in my forties. I don't know that I necessarily reinvented myself. I kind of discovered and created myself in this adventure. And, um, I couldn't have done it again earlier in my life because the skills I needed weren't there, Um, particularly that willingness to kind of step outside my comfort zone that really found itself in my late forties and fifties. And we had to be able to do that in order for this to take off. So for me, it was definitely more of an evolution. And there was a point where I had to, and I've done this several times where you have to turn your back on the current state and lean into something that is unknown. And 
whether that's because you're not able to make a living or because you're unfulfilled or because the thing that you're doing is the safe choice and the thing that you want to do is the unsafe choice or the, just the thing that is is unknown. I couldn't reinvent myself without taking stock of the current state and saying, this isn't working for me. Mm-hmm. And I think too, I, um, I love that. To, to kind of piggyback on what both of you were saying is that it wasn't for me, reinvention for me, I'm always just thinking of, you know, shaking things up or making a change. But sort of like Carolyn said, while what we're doing now is so wildly different and unexpected from anything I could have dreamed or imagined, all of this stuff has always been in me. None of this is new. The love for the pop culture, the, the creativity, the desire to work hard, it's the talking, <laughs> the talking a lot. <laughs> it's all always been in me. But I think up until this point, um, we're all in our 50s, and I think up until this point, it's been too noisy with everything else going on, raising a family, doing all the other jobs we've had. And so I feel like it's just, it's this time that if we want to use the word, we're reinventing ourselves. I like what Carolyn said is it's, it's an evolution. It's almost like all of this stuff that's been in us has finally, we've been able to finally listen to it and maybe honor it. And um, so to me, that's what this whole thing has been, um, has just been me finally being able to step back and take the time, you know, this all happened for me very organically, um, right as I entered the empty nest phase of my life. And I don't think that there's, I don't think, you know, it's a mystery why that happened. I finally had the, the space to kind of honor all these things that have been in me for so long. You know, so, I love that. I, I love the concept of abating the noise and why abate? Because my kid had to do some, <laughs> Caesar's English. And one of her words was abate to lessen. Thank you very much. <laughs> That'd I, be a good word for wordle I, too, to start with. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking oh, about the vowels. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> I wasn't thinking about the word abate. So I just had to mm-hmm. throw it in. Go Jules. Okay. So I have all three of these women are very successful writers and also Carolyn started a stationary line which is jotted lines, super, super cool. But I don't even know if I really, I I saw this come together, but I don't know if I even really know the answer, even though I was kind of along with you, the three of you. What was sort of your, your aha moment where the three of you were like, you know, because you were all doing your thing and, and you were being creative and doing cool things. And, but what was it that really the spark that pulled you together and, and, said, we need to start this podcast, we need to do merch, we need to, you know, just just what what was the what was the aha moment? It, it's kind of we call this the Sean Cassidy story. Oh, so yes. buckle up. This is a fairy tale, people. This is a fairy tale. It really is. Um, so like you said, Julie, we were all in this writing group together. We all came from doing many different things, as you said. And one of the things that I was doing was this side hustle, this social media project that was celebrating our childhood crushes. I was examining this concept um, in hopes of turning it into a book deal. And when I saw that Sean Cassidy was coming out of retirement to have a concert, a tiny little concert in California for the first time since 1979, I was like, well, this is a professional gig. I have to go. <laughs> it's a this business expense, work. honey. Yes, <laughs> and so I come to the, I come to our writing group and I make this announcement that I'm going to see Sean Cassidy for the first time since 1979. 
and Carolyn raised her hand. I never in a million years thought anyone would go with me. Carolyn raised her (laughs) hand. She's like, I'm going with you. And honestly, Carolyn, I don't even know that I invited you. (laughs) Carolyn was like, yes, we're We're doing this together. And that just like filled me with joy because I, like I said, I thought this was something that people would think was funny. But no, she took it as seriously as I did. Well, Michelle is the new girl. Yeah. Michelle's the new girl in the writing group and she is dying because she wants to raise her hand too. This is her wheelhouse. She takes this as seriously as we do, but she is the new girl. doesn't feel like she can say, I'm coming with you. So we go to this concert. It's life-changing. It is the fairy tale. And then Michelle gets a job, a freelance writing job about fangirling in your fifties. And she's like, Hmm. I know exactly who I need to interview for this piece. So we have this conversation about fangirling in our fifties that probably was nine, 10, 11, 12 hours long. And at the end of that conversation, Carolyn uttered the magic words, which were you guys, we're going to turn this into a podcast. Mm -hmm. It was literally one moment. That was the moment. And then Carolyn just did it. She (laughs) did it. And Carolyn, oh my gosh. She's like, come on, we're doing it. Get on the bus we're doing it. This is all in August of 2020. So it's sort of like, you know, when life hands you a pandemic, start a podcast, right? Everybody did it. Um, And actually when Carolyn said it, Kristen and I are like, sure. Thinking we're going to be, you know, we're going to be like the Ed McMahon to her Johnny Carson, right? Kristen and I, our jobs, that's great. Cause our job's probably just going to be to say like, ha ha. And you know, yes. And okay. And no, it turned into, it kind of, it kind of took on a life of its own. And we all got so excited about it. I mean, we hit the ground running in um, probably early September of 2020. I love that because you have to have one person that's going to like get the party started. Otherwise, it's an idea floating into the. Oh, yeah, you know, somebody's got to get the. Podcast. Yeah, I can get the party started. It's all the <laughs> crap that comes after the party that I need a little help with. I can get a lot of parties started. And honestly, that's why it's successful because these two ladies um, jumped on board and were very much a part of, okay, Carolyn, you said it. Now we're going to do it. I always say she's the Shirley Feeney of our, of our podcast because she was like, girls, get in line. This is what we're Come doing. Well, and, and what I love too is, I mean, Carolyn, like you, I mean, listen, we have Studio Americana that, that produces our podcast. Carolyn Cochran, who is a writer and, and a stationary line producer is the producer of the Pop Culture Preservation Society. That's no joke. That's, that's a, that's a lot. And, and what I think could be inspiring is inspiring to our listeners. Like you taught yourself how to do this. Yeah. It's zero. When something is passionate, you're passionate about it. It's amazing what you'll do to make it happen. And I tell people, I now know all about GarageBand. I used to delete that app when I, you know, got my computer or my iPad. I was like, that takes a lot of memory. I don't even know what that is. I don't have a band in my garage. So I had no <laughs> idea what that, what that even meant. And by golly, now you guys, it is never too late to learn. And when you have that need and want, and it's something you 
want to learn, I guess, is lack of a better way to say it, you will. You'll watch those YouTube videos and it will make sense to you and you'll want to try it and experiment. And I am, there's nobody that's more surprised about me doing this than myself, honest to goodness. So I love that. I feel like it's keeping those brain synapses going that I'm keeping my brain young. I think that's another benefit of all of this that we're doing in our fifties is that we're keeping that elasticity or whatever they talk about in all those um, journal articles. But I really think that's um, helpful. And it's because I want to do it. I, I love it. Well, can I also say that the three of us are all way too picky and hard-headed <laughs> to ever relinquish our content to anyone else to edit because <laughs> we want, we all, we all like are control freaks. So we're like, we need this control. <laughs> we must. So yeah, it's amazing. Um, Carolyn blows us away. I mean, we have 56 episodes currently we're in season four and it's just gotten better and better and better. She puts in the best sound clips and, you know, sound bites, um, that just adds so much to our episodes and it's, 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 it's amazing. It's astonishing. What it's not astonishing, like that you couldn't well, do it. it. Is. <laughs> and it but. must be said that, you know, that editing, that part is one thing, but these, my two partners edit the heck out of what we do. Cause you can imagine we talk for a long time. So what, what we do in an, a session is not what you necessarily hear. We probably take an hour plus out. Um, yeah. And so these ladies meticulously go through our transcript and you know, cross out stuff and add stuff. And it's just makes what I do that much easier. So this is a team effort, 110 million percent. It would not exist without the three of us together. Okay. Bragging time. Highlights. Highlights of what you, what you ladies have done so far. And I know there's so much more to come, but guest, guest oh, highlights. Wow conversation highlights. I mean, I think I can speak for all of us when I say probably we've had a lot. So I'll start by saying one of the biggest, you know, um, moments where we knew our 1977 selves were peeing their pants was when we were contacted by Karen Grassley's publicist. Karen Grassley played Carolyn Ingalls, Ma Ingalls, Ma. to interview her um, about her new memoir. And we made that happen a little bit and that we have a fantastic society member who has um, become a great friend. And he actually went to her book signing and took some gifts from us to her. But then they looked at our looked into us and looked at our podcast and wanted her to be part of it. And I mean, you guys, that was, she was, she was our TV ma, you know? And so to get to talk with her, um, I think that for me was the biggest moment. I think for me, it was, we went to see Barry Manilow at a very small local concert in his hometown of Palm Springs, California. And we ran out of the theater when it was over and we found a tiny little corner um, where we were not supposed to be, by the way. Security came and found us. We're recording. We're in a corner recording our reaction to the Barry Manilow concert. And they're trying to kick us out. But the, our enthusiasm was so great that the security people were like, OK, you do you. You do your thing in your little <laughs> corner here. When you're done talking about Barry Manilow, just kindly move along. <laughs> it was one of my favorite episodes because we were just beside ourselves. <laughs> And I'd say for me, the moment that we took our show on the road again, and we went to see Sean Cassidy, the three of us in Chicago, and we let some of our society members know we were going to be there. And that's what we call our, our followers, which, well, we've got some incredible 
community members. Anyway, you guys, we went there and people wanted to take their picture with us. It's like they were <laughs> kind of like mini celebrities. And we had on our t-shirts that said Pop Culture Preservation Society. And someone came up and I listened to you on the radio. Oh, oh no, I mean, on your podcast. And we had a line to take pictures with us, you guys. It was like surreal, totally surreal. For the moment. I mean, we were passing out Sean Cassidy, 1976, eight Sean Cassidy um, concert books. However, we like to think a lot of those people were just in line because they were like, what's all the fuss about? And then a lot of people were like, oh yeah, I've seen them on, you know, social media or I've, I've seen their podcast. So that was super weird. And (laughs) the moment when that, what you said, Carolyn, when that woman turned around, saw our shirt and said, I listen to you on the radio. I mean, I wrote that in my diary. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah. It really has been so fun. So I wonder a lot of our listeners want to do something different and they're not sure the noise in their head is real and you know, I love this concept of, you know, kind of turning your back on your current state. And for many people, there's lots of reasons why they can't do that. They need to make money. It's scary. Uh, I wonder what advice, counsel, would you give to women who are looking to make a change or looking to, you know, any thoughts on how do you turn down the noise that's in your head kind of getting in your way? You have to be patient. You have to be patient because you might go through several reinventions until you land on the one that feels right or that finally takes off. Um, maybe you have children at home, or maybe, like you said, you have to keep this paying job. Um, you have to keep the job that has this much money. I mean, there's so many reasons that it's difficult to turn your back on the current state. Be patient because the 50s are a magical time for women. It's a time when you're saying no to the hierarchy because you know that it's a game and you're not playing the damn game anymore. You have more confidence because you are not trying to please people in the same way that you were once before. You, If you have children, your children are, a different, are at an age where maybe you don't have to let them usurp every cell in your brain, right? You just have to know that this is a time when women are doing incredible things because they're freed up from so much that was holding them down previously. Yeah. And And I'd like to say that that voice in your head, it's still there. I don't want anyone to think that I don't have that voice going through my head of you can't do this or who do you think you are? What's made the difference for me is those two women that you're also looking at in this grid is that when that voice creeps up and I kind of say out loud, oh, you guys, I don't know. I'm not feeling like this is real, whatever. They are there to prop me up. I, if this was an adventure I had started on my own, it would, like I said, I can start the party, but it would have fizzled because of that voice. So to have a group like our writers group, um, a group of people that support you and encourage you and can be there when that voice seems super loud and they can help you put on the noise canceling headphones for a little bit and say, you know what, listen to us right now. Don't listen to that voice, pay attention to us. And um, that's why for me personally, this has been successful is because when that voice is loud, these two women are my noise canceling headphones. That's so sweet, Carolyn. Thank you. Cause I, I totally agree with that. Find people who lift you up and who support you and who it's never a competition, um, who does more, who's working different hours, 
we all spend our days in wildly different ways. Um, but the one thing that's the same is that we work so hard at this, whether it's sitting at our desk or whether it's in our mind, we are working so hard every single day. And, you know, find something that you really love and that inspires you because I will say that the success we found in the interviews we're getting and the response we're getting from our listeners, um, the success we found has not come for free. We've been working tirelessly since day one of this, and it's because we love it and because it's important to us. And so find something that inspires you, that you love, that you love doing every day. And again, I know that's sometimes not possible. It's We're very fortunate um, and that we're able to do this. Um, but even if it's something that, you know, you have a different job that is paying the bills, even if it's just something creatively to do, it doesn't have to be something you're doing for a living. It should just be something that you're doing that brings you joy. And that can be something in addition to something that you're doing that pays the bills too. And to speak to what Carolyn said, so you find that thing that Michelle said, find the thing that brings you joy, and then find other people who find joy in the same way, because that'll, that will aid you in your journey to making this stick, whether it's a side hustle or something that you're just doing for your own fulfillment. If you have people who feel as strongly as you do, you'll be validated and you'll be more likely to get over that imposter syndrome that Carolyn was talking about. It's so true. You, the three of you have inspired me because this is the year I turned 50. And I am so excited. I have 18 trips planned. I am the person who loves my birthday. But what I what I appreciate is when I talk to women who have gotten to this point and beyond, more often than not, they are wildly positive about it. And I think that gets to your point of surrounding yourself with people who, you know, they feel you right? They're kind of on a similar program as opposed to being around people that are like, oh my gosh, the world is coming to an end. I kind of feel like I am about to just set it on fire right now at at 60 at 70. And so I think that you are absolutely right. You have to, being around people who are going to lift you up is really important. I swear that is, you're right on. I feel, you know, Kristen and I have birthdays coming up in the next week and both of us love our birthdays too. I'm about to turn 53 and I will tell you, I have never felt more alive and it has a lot to do with this. It has a lot to do with the pop culture preservation society, but it also just has to do with the shift in in how you view it all. It's just flipping it, right? I love that you said you're about to set it on fire and you will. It's with that attitude, you will, that's amazing. And then you can be a role model for people, for all those 49-year-olds out there who are stressing about turning 50. You're like, girl, no, my life is just beginning. Right. right. There is a party to right. be had every month. Oh, good. Well, invite us, please. We'll yes. be happy to come to one. <laughs> and I love to, you know, Michelle, you know, you touched on this. It, it, if, you know, when people are, if you're not in a position to, you know, to quit your corporate gig because, you know, you're the breadwinner and you're with, you have the benefits and you have, you know, all the things that you and your family need, you can still, you can still create and, and reinvent doing things again, like, like you all said, that bring you joy, you know? And, and I think that's what, 
what it it's not an or. It's not like, oh, well, I can't do that because I still have to work full time. Okay. You might not be able to throw yourself 100% into a pop culture preservation society, but you know, you can pick up the guitar or start, you know, pick up your journal or become a Ever Eve fashion influencer like our friend Steph. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, sure. So I think that's really important too. And, and um, you know, yes, it's it's hard and, and it's it takes some time management and, and whatever, but it's so worth it to, I mean, you see, you hear the excitement um, and kind of the renewal that these women are feeling as they've reinvented and, and are just like fully immersed in this creative process. And that is available to everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to, I'm, I'm, I love what you're saying, Julie. I just want to reiterate it. Sometimes that's my place in the podcast to be like, I'm reiterating that reinvention has many definitions. It doesn't mean that you have a new job. It means that you can have reinvention in an area of your life that is not your job, if you are the person who holds the insurance, take a look at the rest of your of your life and where do you where do you open a door? Mm-hmm. Where do your outside yeah, work hours right. like? Mm-hmm. Right. And I so, wanted to add that when you find when you find that thing that brings you joy, it is amazing. And I think I speak for both of my co-hosts that you bring joy to others when that's happening. I mean, we've had such joy in this experience, but then when we get the comments and the messages from our followers and the joy that they're experiencing, because we're experiencing, it's kind of exponential. So it's amazing how that happens. And I think that that's a whole nother reason to find that thing, whatever it is, Um, not necessarily a job that thing you will, it will exponentially increase in others' lives as well. Yes. And we can feel it. I can feel it from the three of you, this spirit of joy, the spirit of community. And that is amazing. Okay. So I want to give each one of you an opportunity to answer this last question. If you had to give advice to a woman who was trying to figure it out, right? So back to our point, I can't, the noise in my head is loud. I'm not really loving where I am right now. I kind of don't know what to do. What would you tell them? Oh my goodness. I have been, I have one, one word that I say to myself many times a day, and that is listen. And when I say, listen, I mean, listen to the voice inside. And sometimes the voice in I'm not talking about the voice inside is telling me to write a book. I don't mean that. I mean, listen, because the voice inside my head says you need to sit down. The voice inside my head says you need to take a nap. (laughs) The voice inside my head says you need to sit quietly and look out the window for a few minutes. And if we can do that, if you can, I realize that it's difficult when the noise is so loud to sit in a chair and look out the window. But if you can do it a little bit every day, the noise will subside. And you will be able to hear the voice in your heart speak a little bit louder about you need to go buy a guitar. Yeah, thank you. That's so true. And to follow that when you can listen, you hear those things and you are more likely to act on them. And I have a a quote that I'm going to share that I brought up for this from an author named um, Suzanne Stabile. And it's nothing new happens as long as we are inside our self-constructed comfort zone. So it is to 
when you listen to that voice, you get the confidence to tiptoe. You don't have to take a big giant leap, but you can start to tiptoe out of that comfort zone that you've created. And that's where the, the newness and the evolution and the reinvention begin to happen. Yeah, I, I think all of those things. And I think also just to always just tell yourself too, you're doing great. You know, like it's, it's, it sometimes seems like too much. And then you think, and now I'm supposed to what learn to knit, play the guitar. No, you're doing great just as you are. And so everybody's different and just um, be true to yourself and be true to what brings you happiness. And that looks different for everyone. So, yeah. And like we've been saying, and we, ha we just always say it, you know, don't ever think it's too late. Just don't, <laughs> it's not. <I> <laughs> Do you see? How, do you see why I love these women so much, Steph? I do. I do. It's all clear. It's clear to me now, Jules. <laughs> oh, thank you all. Oh my gosh, just so much fun. And to our listeners, really listen to the Pop Culture Preservation Society podcast. It is. It's just joy. It. They laugh. They joke. They. They're serious. They. They reminisce. It's really. Um, it's a. It's a feel. It's a feel good podcast. Um, and so on your way home from from work or driving to and from picking up kids, right next to her next chapter. Put definitely uh, put uh, Pop Culture Preservation Society on that's, that. That's on how that. they look on my library, too. <laughs> 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 Hours of fun. Hours mm -hmm. of fun. Good girl yeah, thank talk. Thank you so much for oh, Thank you for us. having us. This was so fun. Sharing to be on the other side, way. that's what I got to love. Yeah. Right? Yes. about that. Oh. We did an amazing job with five people. I mean... Let's just pat ourselves on the back for that. Like, we found so amazing. Amazing. There are a lot anyway, more things I wanted to say. <laughs> no one is more surprised stuff than we are. Because, like, <laughs> we're like, good luck for them. Yeah. We're not doing it. So well, well maintained. Um, so thank you so much. Thank you thank to you. our listeners always. We do like to always just thank them for participating and for being out there because you know they're the reason why julie and i are here um and why we like to bring them wonderful uh guests like our friends at pop culture preservation society so thank you so much thanks you thanks Enjoy. carolyn and Kristen and michelle so Thanks for listening to another episode of hernextchapter.co. You can follow us on Instagram at hernext.chapter. And you can find all of our lovely, fun, fabulous podcasts on all those places where podcasts can be found. Please follow us and give us five stars. We'd be so delighted and tickled. And we hope that you are enjoying your time with us. Last but not least, hernextchapter.co. You can check us out there as well. See you next week.